Welcome to a new episode of the Sea Arts Podcast. Today, we're getting Corona Creative. I'm your host, Fabian Seewald, and tell you in this inspiring solo a bit about how I cope with the pandemic and actually the opening doors that I'm taking as a chance for the change. Welcome to the Sea Arts Podcast. We build a bridge between arts and business and want to inspire you to see arts. Welcome to a new episode of the Sea Arts Podcast. Today I'll start with an inspiring solo and get you a bit in the mood of Corona Creative. What I think Corona Creative is for me is the power to take this vacuum, to take this pause that has been put on us from, from the outside in a way to really reflect, zoom in and then with new visions zoom out when we can actually see the bigger picture. I've heard a lot and I also sense it that it actually it is a unique time. We never really imagined such a, a complete stop coming to us and it's it's all about what do we do with this stop and one interesting thought of Stephen Kotler that I would like to share with you is that it is actually three pandemics going on the first pandemic with this virus how dangerous it is it's nothing I really am am capable to talk about but there is something uh, something going on and it's highly infectious and anything else it's something that I would leave to you The second pandemic that is definitely happening and we all can feel it is the kind of rise in fear and anxiety because of the uncertainty. And I, I feel for the first time the term VUCA, which is a term normally used in HR for the volatility, the uncertainty, the complexity and the ambiguity. So I would say like for the, for the real first time, VUCA has gone life and right now we know what it what it feels and what it means to to live in a VUCA environment so we have this um, second pandemic which is which is the, the fear causing us to rather close down see the whole world really pessimistically but last but not least and very interestingly Stephen Kotler was talking about a pandemic of collaboration which is something amazing and I can from my own perspective tell you that within these last eight weeks a lot of new projects or at least like old connections that right now have more time than regularly um, have, have immersed. And I think right now it's also a special time that so many persons, so many persons with high capacities have, have more time than normally and are more open to discuss. I feel also we're currently in a time where we are showing so much more of our vulnerability, but also sharing much of what we have. It starts with the Zoom conferencing that... Uh, well, all of a sudden, a person that you might have just known from, from business meetings or events, you see how his living room looks like. And I also feel the small talk, it's, it's in a way, it's, it's more real. It's really about, hey, hey how, how are you doing? Because I feel currently, at least for the arts, culture and events scene, we're all in this together. And also like talking about other industry, I think the whole economy has been hit to, uh, to a certain degree and everybody is kind of in the same boat. 
And another, well, beautiful thing that is actually out there is that the whole world is united in this fight against this exponential enemy. And so again, it's, it's about the collaboration across these closed borders that are physically closed. But not, right now I feel like in the digital world, we are more connected than ever. And using this kind of leverage, it's a really interesting task. So what can the arts, what can artists do to cope with this crisis? Obviously, I think from musicians to um, to us as performing artists, to, well, singers, whatever, um, I think everybody has been really struck in terms of the whole tour that was planned for the summer. It's all cancelled, at least until August. We currently expect it rather to be slightly accelerating, um, starting in autumn, and I think we will be back to the new normal in a way probably next next year around eastern time let's see how this all evolves and hope that there won't be a, a second wave an interesting term that i'd also like to share is that we're not going back to work but we should think about going forward to work because right now we have the first time within these two months at least to establish new routines for ourselves and also think about like what is my morning routine, what are my gratitude rituals in the evening and really think about how can we do this because I for myself recognize that always being on tour, being here and there, it, it's really the case that the soul is not capable to travel along with us with this speed. Both on a family level but as well on an artistic level there has been a lot of interesting projects coming, coming in and I would love to, uh, to create a piece of art together with you. So the idea of Corona Creative would be that uh, we are social media, we are the, the social media channel of Instagram, at CArtsNow, you're sending me your, your thoughts, your pictures, your uh, well, pieces of music, your tracks, uh, your poems, whatever, words, anything, and we try to create a Corona Creative collective piece together. Uh, I will put some, uh, some creative sparkles as well around that, and I, I would love to to rather create a spiral of positivity with this um, well artistic and creative work that we that we do together and in a way it's always to the power of collaboration so if we bring this together even more can be happening a friend of mine and also inspirator the the host of the entrepreneur podcast colby smith he he had this nice quote on his linkedin account that actually right now is it might be the first time to really uh, create a a creative routine for yourself. Well, talking about my routines, what was I able to, to establish? I'm totally a morning person. I have two uh, small kids, so I try to be awake before them. So it is this magical hours before they get up. And sometimes I, I start running. Sometimes I do some yoga in the morning and um, I try to plan the task of the next day, the evening before. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes I have to be honest, when I get up at like three, four a.m., I'm uh, sometimes like at, at the evening time uh, falling asleep before my uh, my kid and after our gratitude ritual and the gratitude ritual that we have is really that uh, that we thank to to God or to whatever like the concept of God is like currently like we we say we call God and thank for the wonderful day talk a bit about the stuff we've experienced something that we've learned and something that we're grateful for and uh, that's something that's so magical to talk about him sometimes he repeats what i say sometimes he gives in some nice inputs and sometimes you really hear what is uh, still kind of uh, driving on a roller coaster in his in his mind and i try to uh, to calm elias down so i think gratitude is one major thing that helps us get through this crisis even despite our challenging situation it's still uh, 
we're probably still in a privileged position, so to say. If you were able to listen to this podcast now, I think, uh, yeah, you have uh, internet, you have some headsets and, uh, and so on. Another creative project that I started off and that is currently also developing into a, a nice business idea was hacking Corona juggling. So I, um, I'm a juggler, so I, I'm not good in anything particular, but I juggle with balls, with contact juggling or with clubs, with bougang, do some light juggling as well. And so I thought, how, um, how can I visually explain the challenges of hacking Corona through juggling? And I've done this, well, back in the days, 2011 for Enterprise 2.0, but recently started again because uh, for me, a lot of like keynote speaking, I would like to have a bit more entertainment inspiration within it. And as an artist, yeah, artists do art. So I created this juggling act, Hacking Corona. And, um, and right now it's actually transforming into something that I'm calling artistic recording which says that you can also wrap up some parts of conferences with some um, movement and also the connection motion and emotion. It's something we should, uh, we should not forget. And that also like movement is always stronger than, uh, than stillness. Um, so sometimes I think people are overwhelmed by the, the content input, but also the, the physical movement. But in a way, that, that's been a fun journey. And currently, this is kind of developing into artistic juggling recording, which is a fun way to also think about how can you bring creativity, entertainment, inspiration into these Zoom conferences, which are uh, right now getting more and more into a, a normal routine. And I love to, to Zoom because like just recently, I had a day when I was Zooming in the morning with, uh, with Mika from Helsinki, then with Amber from Australia, then with a friend of mine here in Germany, but we were talking a lot about Mexico and then with another great musician, with Christian, that's going to be on, our, on one of the next podcast episodes in, in the US. So within one day, you're kind of uh, chit-chatting around the world. And that's also like an amazing opportunity to see this global community, this global uh, freedom, at least digitally. And, and I think that's something we can really learn to... Um, to reach out for, for collaborations, for co-creation in these times because a lot of creatives have more time than normally. As part of this Corona Creative, we're also currently thinking about a project where we'd like to create a, a ecosystem for artists, for agencies, for creatives, for technology providers to get together and really think about how can we leverage our work and how can we kind of also foster the real collaboration. Sometimes it's that it always starts with a clear picture and it's just a... Uh, a command chain and we need this and then it's a bit of pitching around but I also feel that the level of collaboration could be so much higher and also the level of creativity of new ideas of co-creations is, uh, is something that I'm currently learning can be can be raised if we really take the time to talk and and actually not just talk it's so much more about listening. Listening is something we really learn when when playing the puppets so it is not about the impulses that you give, but rather your, your presence, your awareness. What does the puppet want? Or how small does the impulse have to be in order to be readable for everyone and then react on it? And, and, and sometimes it's really coming from the puppet. And if we have our sensors, our feelings and our presence in place, that's when the magic happens. For Zoom conference, it might be the same that like, how much input do you have to give and how important is it actually communication-wise if we just listen, if we be there, if we, if we inspire. To wrap this up, take this time. I think we'll still be in a, like a slider term of, of lockdown to think about your routines in the morning, in the evening. What does 
creatively push you, think about your nutrition, your exercise, and how can you, well, become the best person that you want to be, the best version of yourself. Coming back to the piece of art that I'd love for us to create together. So please share with us the links and the work at CArtsNow on the Instagram channel. And then I will put this together into like a, a creative piece of work. And I'm totally excited about, uh, yeah, these words of wisdom, the, the creative sparkles and creating this way really a, a global creative movement. That's what we have the technology for. And so let's let's use it for, for the good. The other thing that I really recommend you is reach out to uh, to friends, family. I think community is an essential part also to come through any any crisis, but especially this crisis, which is physically distancing us. But I think we should really socially stay connected, even if it's just even if it's just virtually. So one hack that I'd also like to share is I uh, exported the whole birthdays of my friends. Right now I have them in my calendar, and then just writing small small messages. It's also like uh, we are connected, and and this might be again opening up a, a conversation for, for something new. So it's important that we have all these global connections and, and then do the first step, do maybe like another step and then see what, what happens. Sometimes we're waiting for something, but I, I think it's also the time if we want to really hack Corona, we have to get into action. Take the momentum of this, this pause, of this pause, which is not a full stop, but it's just a pause and transform it. Today I, I heard uh, Sir Ken Robinson the like inspiring TED talker also said maybe it's it's not just a pause and we will just pray the play button again but we have to reset and that's definitely another interesting point to take into consideration obviously it's uh, it's for all companies a huge revenue loss there's uncertainty people lose their jobs but we also when we um, when we zoom in a bit and really closely listen to ourselves was all the stuff that we're doing sustainable for the environment, also economically and, and ecologically, um, and, and take the time to rethink how can we actually shape a future that would be better for everyone. And also, uh, currently, we have to save the elder persons and, and uh, the person with like pre, pre-illness, and, and that's totally fine. But I think also we should not just look on the urgent stuff, which is the pandemic right now, but also look on the important stuff, which is maybe, or which is not just maybe, the, the overall climate crisis that we're driving towards. And it's not this after this pandemic, uh, it will be, we will go back back to the norm, but really look forward and, and use the current time to, to make a change, kind of rethink business models, pivot and reinvent your organization. Talking about reinventing organizations, that's really an inspiring book. Every time I read it, it's so mind-opening. And then I feel, yeah, bring it into action, bring it into action within your organization, but also be a role model in, in living it and, and leveraging this power. It's a bit about that we talked about VUCA in the beginning, that right now we feel what VUCA really means and how most of our organizations are actually planned and, and organized. It's in a hierarchical way. Hierarchy means that there's at the top there are some people who have to take the final decision and then the decision also takes forever to bring it down. And, and currently like the whole situation is speeding up so much. So you rather need self-organized teams that take the decisions for, for themselves, but they have to be connected by something bigger, which is like the common vision and a purpose that is driving them forward. And if you don't have this in your organization, it's, it's hard to create a, a so-called Corona creative 
movement within your company because then they're just waiting for something and it's all about leadership. And leadership is super important, but leadership is for me something rather connected to empowerment of people, enabling them to help themselves and help them the whole organizations. But if they take the responsibility for themselves, I think then we, we can have rather a creative leadership. And creativity is so core in order to not just see the closing doors, but also see like the opportunities that are popping up. You definitely can't compare this crisis to the financial crisis 2008-2009. It's different, but also um, it's not a coincidence that change and chance are so closely linked. So really transform this uh, crisis into a big, big opportunity and try to, first of all, solve these problems. Both like uh, how can we cope with the pandemic, but also how can we bring the good stuff that we learned in a crisis into the new normal, into the faster future, which means uh, how many business flights do we need within Germany if we could also have a one or two hour Zoom meeting. And I'm really enjoying the convenience of my home office as well, like meeting my colleagues in, in the Dundu space. It's awesome. But I think we will be a lot pickier in the future. As part of one research project, I also put together the so-called event matrix roadmap. In the event design matrix, I put out the interrelationship between humanity, technology, and also possible business models for the events industry. The major outcomes that I could actually see is that in the corona times, we're kind of just in a, in a survive mode. But then in the transition phase, we might go back to some parts that how we used to do things. Also, actually, like right now, reading all the regulatories, it will be a not too sexy transition phase. But then in the new normal, we will be a lot pickier about what events to attend because it does not make sense to go maybe like from Stuttgart to Hamburg in order to see like three keynotes and then have, have lunch together. I think the future of events, it's really about uh, a digital extension or kind of like take the analog core and really create a digital uh, environment around it. And then it really becomes hybrid because currently everything that we are talking about hybrid it's still very vague and actually there hasn't been probably any like real hybrid events it has to stay an immersive experience for the people and the analog parts will definitely be coming back but i think at some point the digital ones will extend the whole service and will also uh, prepare better to really have value-driven purposeful sessions in this way i think it's a great chance for the whole event industry but also for for different other industry, the automotive industry, to think about what are the services that we want to offer and not just to survive now, to not just care about the urgent stuff, but also care about the important stuff, the next 10, 20, 30 years vision. And for sure, it's hard to think in a crisis about a 30 years horizon, but all the very successful companies, they have really these moonshot ideas. They have the MTPs in place, the massive transformative purposes that they want to, to drive forward. And, and so it's, um, it's important to have these big, hairy, audacious goals in place to think big and then break it down, break it down in milestones that you can achieve, but stay hungry, stay, stay foolish, as Steve Jobs pointed out. And uh, in this way, take the crisis and transform it into, into a, an ocean of opportunity and, and create your own fusion out of it. That's the one that I'd like to, to share most with you. As part of Corona Creative, also this podcast was started, which has been long on my bucket list. And so please take out your bucket list and check what are the points that you wanted to raise, that you wanted to address uh, the person that you wanted to meet. Because at some point, we all see that currently 
our time is the limiting factor and we've been too busy in this world of, of business. So I, I invite you to really reflect on your work-life balance, integration, fusion, whatever you call it. For me, it's currently the pleasure to having a chance to be at home with my boys and waking up with them. It's something I wouldn't want to miss anytime soon. Making us think still globally, but acting rather locally. And the vision that I have for the, the juggling shows, but as well the Dundee events, it will be rather locally. So I think European wise, but was it so well to fly all the way to China for a one day show and then uh, forward to Orlando? It was, a, it was a fun jet lag, but if we look at the overall quote, and if you also take, um, take into consideration well, the cost for the environment, it's kind of, it's not so sustainable. So also think about how could we, with a stream, also still have a customized experience that the, that the people really enjoy. Currently, I think for, for artists, it's also the, the chance to look for a digital home. We've had several sessions, uh, both for Dundu, but as well for other sea arts artists, to, to think about how can we find a digital home? How could we create an entertainment inspiration package for Zoom and web conferences? But as well, what is streaming currently bringing in? And what would we actually want the stream to transmit? Because it's about interaction. So you don't just want to, to have a Netflix-like experience, but there's more there. There should be like a, a channel where, where we see, ah, okay, what's happening with the other guys? Are people dancing? And then, yeah, there, there's been some, some Zoom dance parties. Daybreaker is doing a great job with their social this dancing uh, movement where they also bring out virtual dance parties. And I think that's important because... Uh, Some parts, like being on big concerts and uh, dancing through the night in some clubs, we will still need more patience and concept to, to make that happen because 1.5 or 2 meters distance in these spaces is nothing that I can really see happening really, really soon. Another interesting interrelationship that I learned in these days is the interrelationship between flow and procrastination. Flow is described as the state where we perform our best, but also we feel our best. It's a, a psychological state in a way, and I think everybody can relate to it somehow. It's when you're one with the universe, when you, when you feel you're in the zone. For me, that's a sensation that's normally rather triggered by activity, by hula hooping, by juggling, by dancing, by being with my kids. But the state can be also get triggered through mindfulness practices, through, through breathing. So there are different approaches to flow. And there's actually another learning that I made is that it's not an on-off, it's rather a cycle. And so flow is also defined as challenge skill ratio. And that's what becomes interesting in relationship with procrastination. In between being bored out and being anxious about something, there is the so-called flow channel. And in between... This like we have to be hyper focused, but also be super challenged and somehow like be a bit over challenged. Recent research showed that it's about 4% being overwhelmed by the task when we actually get into this growth zone. So thinking about flow and procrastination, I think everybody uh, of, of you guys are also from time to time procrastinating. I was procrastinating starting this podcast. Sometimes it's uh, you, uh, yeah, you find yourself cleaning the whole flat and tidying up instead of working on this presentation or, uh, or getting this, this talk done. I can, in this context, agree totally with Stephen Kotler, who was pointing out that sometimes we put the challenge too small. So like in order to get us going into it directly, we would have to 
uh, rather put a time pressure on us or make the task even more challenging, more transformative. And then we could overcome procrastination through triggering our flow and, and get into the flow earlier. I remember finishing my bachelor thesis this night before the submission. I was working on it and not sleeping. And then we don't get the best results. Somehow like the challenge gets there, but the result could have been better. Hacking Corona, it's also for me hacking, hacking flow in a way. And earlier we were talking about this pandemic of collaboration. I think it's also a, a chance to enter really in this age of weak queue. So if we think about IQ, it is the intelligence quotient, but it could be also considered as something like the, the personal intelligence, the, the I qualities in a way. And right now we are aware that this problem can't be solved by one person alone because we used to have the pictures of these Steve Jobs, of Richard Branson, of these doers that really created something amazing. And I, I really think and believe right now we're entering a stage where the biggest challenges for planet Earth are also the biggest business opportunities, but we won't be able to solve them alone. We have to get into heterogeneous teams to take all perspectives in place to really cope with the complexity and the ambiguity and then thrive with these weak qualities. If you think about the interrelationship between humanity and technology and where like the intersections, we all know that technology is growing exponentially while the development of humanity and the intelligence of humanity is rather a linear process. If you think about the growth of technology, it's rather entering the state of the acceleration of the acceleration, meaning that the divergences when 3D printing comes together with robotics and quantum computing, our human brain is not able to calculate, process and understand the level of growth. And the human brain was rather built local and linear. And that's why it's so hard for us to understand the power of exponentials. For example, as well, currently the understanding of the power and danger of this virus The metaphor of 30 linear steps taken that brings you 30 steps away and 30 exponential steps that brings you twice around the earth. It's just a very good illustration how we should take the power of exponential growth into consideration. And if you see this interrelationship, we as human beings, we have to become exponentially. We have to become exponentially human and exponentially humane, which is something my dear friend uh, Luis Suarez was pointing out when I was presenting him the context. So... Uh, also thinking about the humane factors of, of being human. What does, it, what does it mean? It's not just about money. It's something like at the core of humanity that we, we should think about in this context. And then we're coming back to, to use this pandemic of collaboration to become Corona creative. And so again, I'm, I'm challenging you with this Corona creative challenge. Send me your artwork together with you. Maybe we find an online platform. We will create a piece of art out of it. Be it a song, be it a video. Uh, yeah, let's challenge ourselves and, and make the best out of this time. Let's thrive together. And in this sense, stay Corona creative, send me your work. And uh, yeah, I hope I, I'm not just inspiring you to see arts, but also let's do arts. Let's co-create, let's play. I see you around. I hope you enjoyed the premiere of this inspiring solo. Please share your artwork with me and let's stay Corona creative. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel, follow us on Instagram at CArtsNow and let's get in touch.